Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. Water. Earth. Fire. Air. You're listening to the Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Clark, and this is Avatar The Last Airbender and The Legend of Korra. My brother and I discovered the new Avatar, an airbender named Aang. And although his airbending skills are great, he has a lot to learn before he's ready to save anyone. But I believe... Aang can save the world. Today we will be discussing Avatar The Last Airbender, Season 3, Episode 17, titled The Ember Island Players. Okay. How do I say this? In as illustrative a way as possible. So that... So that my thoughts on this episode are not misinterpreted. Because I'm sure they're going to be. Of the episodes of this show... That I don't enjoy... This is the one I enjoy the most... Like, it's still, it's not a good episode, I don't think. I think it is the last of the, in my opinion, five not good episodes of Avatar. But, of those five, it does come the closest to actually being good. And I'm approaching this with a severe amount of caution. Because I know this episode has has achieved a very powerful cult status. There is a significant portion of the Avatar fan base that thinks this is one of the best episodes of the entire show. That adores the Ember Island players with every bone in their body. And on paper... On paper I can understand why... But that doesn't change the fact that for me, this episode really doesn't work. And I'll have you know, I've actually mellowed out on this thing over the years. I've warmed up to this episode. This is me liking it more than I ever have. Because when I was a kid and this episode happened, I hated it. I thought it was dumb. I thought it was stupid. I thought it was the worst thing ever. I thought it was just a monstrosity. Why is it there? It's so ridiculous. It's so unnecessary. I don't like it. It's awful. But then over the years, like as I've gotten older, as I've rewatched it more, and as I've kind of honed in on what they were going for, I'm still not a fan of it, but... I've mellowed out. I've warmed up to it. I see what they were doing. And I can respect it enough to have it be just edging up against enjoyment for me. Like, what they were going for with this episode was they wanted a humorous, 
retrospective on the entire series going into the four-part finale. Sozin's Comet. They wanted a light-hearted retrospective on the show. Almost as a thank you to fans. Leading in to that four-part finale. And it's admirable. It's admirable that they did that. It is a good idea. It could have been something truly amazing. It could have worked for me in the way that it has worked for everyone else. But as good of an idea as it is, I feel like the execution of it is kind of stale. Like, they go to this play. Everyone goes to this play, and... Really, the only actual joke they do is everyone hates how they're represented in this play. You see the representation of Aang and Katara and Sokka and Zuko and everyone else, and everyone just kind of hates how they're shown, and they just keep mentioning how much they hate the actors playing them. And really, the entire rest of the episode is just variations on that same joke. It feels very stale. It feels very one note. They really don't go that far beyond it in terms of the humor of this episode. And yeah, it is at, it is amusing at first. It is funny at first, but... The more they do it, the more they waterboard you with this same joke over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Like, it just gets boring after a while. It just gets annoying. It just starts to feel monotonous. That being said, uh, I do kind of like the <laughs> the fact that Toph got a muscly dude playing her. And she was happy about that. <laughs> Toph is a trans man. Confirmed. <laughs> I love that. That That's actually... That's solid. That's a really good joke. But most of it, it's just the same thing over and over and over again. At least for me. And I'll admit. There's some really good self-aware jokes every once in a while. Uh, I'm... I particularly love the whole Great Divide thing, where they go over the Great Divide, they pause for a second, and then they're like, eh, let's skip it. <laughs> Acknowledging that they effed up with that episode. That was a pretty good joke. Uh, I did... <laughs> I did enjoy how they parodied the uh, Jet Death question mark scene. Uh, that was pretty solid. They have those self-aware moments every once in a while, but unfortunately they are very few and very far between. And what's probably most annoying about this episode is they try to sneak in some actual character moments to make it more than just a humorous recap of the show. But it ends up feeling entirely pointless. It ends up feeling just, like, filler nothing. Like, they have a moment where Zuko's like, this play is 
shoving all my mistakes in my face, and I betrayed my uncle, and he hates me now, and now I have to face him, and I'm so... Like, I'm so torn up about it. Ah! And Toph gives, like, a little comfort speech to him. That, oh, Iroh's... Iroh's probably proud of you for forging your own path or whatever. Except, we've seen this scene before. I think multiple times. Where Zuko's talking about how much... How guilty he is about Iroh. And then someone else telling him, like, no, your uncle's proud of you. Don't worry. Like, we've gotten that before. So this scene really doesn't give us anything new. This scene's just sort of there. This scene's just, like, reminding you, hey, remember, this is a thing. And it's, like, it's just nothing. And then at the same time, Aang and Katara are having this conversation about their romantic status. And I think it's the only time in this entire show that Avatar The Last Airbender ventures into full-blown melodrama. Like, this has officially become, like, some teen romance deal. And they're being so heavy-handed with how complicated the relationship of Aang and Katara is. And it really adds nothing to that arc of their romance, of their relationship that blossoms over the course of this series. Like, it doesn't add to that arc at all. It's just pointless melodrama. In the middle of... Very stale, repetitive humor. Now, I will say this in closing. The saving grace of this episode is the ending. The thing that actually makes this episode worth watching is the ending. When the play goes into the future and you see... How the Fire Nation sees Sozin's Comet going. You see this Fire Nation propaganda piece. It's officially become a Fire Nation propaganda piece. Where they're like, Azula is going to kill Zuko. And Osai is going to kill Lang, And the Fire Nation will control the entire world. And it's this very ominous moment. Where you're kind of reminded of what's at stake in this coming battle. Where you're kind of reminded of how crushing the odds are. How important this fight is. How vital it is to win this fight. And it also plays very perfectly, very beautifully into Aang's anxieties about taking on the Fire Lord. Aang's anxieties... About fighting Ozai. Like it's this really ominous little reminder. Of what's to come in the very very near future for this show. Like it's a really good scene. It's a really amazing ending. 
And as much as I don't enjoy this episode, that ending is, like, it's brilliant. It's the, it's by far the best thing this episode has going for it. It's brilliant. It, it's really, really phenomenal. But... As a whole, this is not a good episode. As a whole, this is very mediocre. This is very meh. This is very forgettable. Like, I kinda understand why it has the cult status that it does, but... Mm, I, I feel like... I feel like the people who are saying this is the one of the best episodes of Avatar, I feel like those people are overrating it by quite a bit. But... Whatever, to each their own. Like, it has its moments. It has good ideas. It's just not very well executed overall. Oh, uh, but hey. Next up, Sozin's Comet. We only have four episodes left in Avatar The Last Airbender. And those four episodes are the four parts of Sozin's Comet. I can't wait. Uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash tvarchives so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcaster app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I will play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark, pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or if that doesn't work for you, you can also support this show via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Tomorrow we will be discussing Avatar The Last Airbender Season 3 Episode 18, the beginning of the end, Sozin's Comet Number 1. I'm so excited to talk to you then.